Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. The church directs our attention to some incredible women today. This woman in the gospel that we just heard about, this Canaanite woman who comes to Jesus with this desperate need in her heart. And it seems as though Jesus is being awfully cruel to her. What he's doing is he's eliciting out of her heart a profound and exquisitely beautiful faith. There's only one or two times in the gospel where Jesus uses that, um, that expression, oh, before he praises somebody. This is one of the examples. Just, oh, woman, great is your faith, right? There's a beautiful relationship between Jesus and this woman. If we're hearing it through the lens of he's being mean to her, somehow we're missing the real Jesus. The other woman that we're talking about today is, uh, like I said at the beginning of Mass, the church elevates for our attention today St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, or St. Edith Stein, depending on how you know her. So St. Teresa Benedict of the Cross, that's her religious name. Her name by birth was Edith Stein, and she was born in Breslau in the German Empire on October 12, 1891. She was the youngest of 11 children, and she was raised in the Jewish faith. She was a Jew growing up. Her father, though, her father died when she was young, and after that, she, as she said, completely lost her faith. It was an abandonment of her faith. She couldn't reconcile the suffering she saw in her own family and her siblings and her mother with this supposedly all good and loving God, so she lost her faith. She was a brilliant woman, absolutely brilliant. She um, studied philosophy under some of the brightest minds of the time. Edmund Husserl was uh, the one who was kind of pioneering this new school of philosophy known as phenomenology. And Edith Stein was one of uh, his protégés, and she was a research assistant, graduate assistant, and got her own doctorate and writ- wrote papers of her own, all those sorts of things. And um, so she was, she was just was a brilliant, brilliant academic. It was in 1922, though. She was 31 years old. Edith Stein, she converted to Catholicism. It's a long, long story, but the way she puts it is hilariously stark. She read the biography of St. Teresa of Avila. And as she says, when I, finished, when I finished the book, I said to myself, this is the truth. This is the truth. That's how she converted. Immediately afterwards, she wanted to become a Carmelite nun after Teresa of Avila, uh, but she was prevented from, from doing so because of uh, her recent conversion. The bishop and all those, the superiors were like, we need to let this marinate for a little while. You're, you're pretty fresh into this church thing. She eventually does become a Carmelite nun, uh, and she never lost her passion for philosophy, her pursuit of the truth, academics. She actually was one of those pioneers thinking about and publishing just issues related to femininity and womanhood. She was pursuing all of these things up until the time she was arrested by the Nazis on August 2nd, 1942. They came to her Carmelite monastery, and because of her Jewish ancestry, because of her Jewish lineage, she was rounded up, and nine days, or seven days later, on August 9th, today, 1942, she was gassed in the death chambers of Auschwitz. Her body, along with her 
um, sister's body, they were burned and scattered to the winds in Auschwitz. Interestingly, I just found this out. I've recently had this growing devotion to another um, sort of World War II martyr, Blessed Franz Jägerstatter, who was an Austrian farmer, a conscientious objector, who refused to come back and serve in Hitler's army. He was beheaded a year after Teresa Benedict on the cro- of the cross on the exact same day. Just have nothing else beyond to say. I think that's an interesting point of providence that on the same day you have these incredible martyrs. His life was made into a film, by the way, by Terrence Malick. The film is called A Hidden Life, and it is unbelievably beautiful. Anyway, Teresa Benedict of the Cross, Edith Stein, she was beatified on May 1st, 1987 in Kuhn, Germany by John Paul II. And then, oh, I'm sorry, that's when she was beatified, and then she was canonized in 1998 in Vatican City by JP2. She uh, was an amazingly deep woman, as I said, and she reflected deeply on femininity and womanhood. And I just want to reflect for a, a moment on some of the things that she said in this regard. And she was a deep influence on John Paul II, helping him form what he would later call the feminine genius. So this is St. Edith Stein. Listen to this. I love this. The world doesn't need what women have. It needs what women are. The woman's soul is fashioned as a shelter in which other souls may unfold. Each woman who lives in the light of eternity can fulfill her vocation, no matter if it is in marriage, in a religious order, or in a worldly profession. Tiny little snippet from Edith Stein. Reflecting on those words, I was brought back to something that Pope Francis said about three years ago. He said that our present culture is characterized by what he called it's a throwaway culture. It's not just an economic or um, environmental issue. He says everything around us, including and most tragically persons, are regarded today as disposable, dispensable, can be tossed away. You see this most horribly and tragically in the issues of abortion and human trafficking, all of these issues, where the person is degraded to such a level that you're just a thing that can be tossed aside. He said, we need a revolution in tenderness. We need to rediscover with awe and wonder the amazing mystery of the person. The mystery of the person. It was C.S. Lewis who said, you've never met an ordinary person. Every person, from the dullest person to the most incredible celebrity, so to speak, every person is the kind of creature that if you saw it in light of eternity, he said you would either be tempted to worship it as a divinity or to recoil from it because of the deformed horrors that it would be subject to because of its torment and hell. That we have in us this destiny that is to outlive the stars, that you've never met a mere mortal. The person is an incredible thing. And Edith Stein, she's saying that it's the particular mission, it's the particular vocation and genius of woman like flowing from what, women, from what women are and not merely what women have to reveal this to the world. To reveal this to the world, that the woman embodies this mystery of hospitality. That women have an aptitude, she says, a particular aptitude for seeing and recognizing and welcoming and nurturing the concrete other both in a biological standpoint, right, natural motherhood, just in the way that women, your bodies are physiologically designed to have within them an open space that's a 
It's like a, a womb is a space that exists in you, but not for you, for the sake of another. And Teresa Benedict of the Cross is saying what exists on the biological level is what the entire essence of femininity is on the spiritual level, right? A place of hospitality and nurture and welcome. In many, many ways, we can say that the battle is over the womb, like what the womb is. There's a war on the womb. We all probably know that by now, issue one, that special issue that we voted on yesterday, issue one did not pass. It was struck down. It's, it's, it's going to be an uphill battle till that November ballot, but what we can see in all of this, what we can see in all of this, is the enemy is after, in particular, woman. Because of not simply the things that you do or the things that you have, the enemy is after woman because of what she is. What she is. The world indeed needs not what, what women have, but what women are. And just as our world is fighting to erase these realities, as we push closer to that November ballot, we want to call upon this apostle of the feminine genius, St. Teresa Benedict of the Cross. Let's call upon her for her intercession for our church, for our nation, most especially for our state, that we would have a greater awareness of the mystery and beauty of each person, which is, like, as John Paul II said, each person is first entrusted to the woman. Teresa Benedict of the Cross, pray for us.